everybody. Welcome to either Return of the 80s or Journey of the Roadrunner. I'm your host, Paul Stressner. This is on both feeds because both my worlds have collided. I'm For the people that are on Return of the 80s, if you don't know, I'm running a 5K in every state and um, raising money for the charity for each one. And for the, those of you following Journey the Roadrunner, this is an 80s themed race. Uh, this is very exciting for me, so I'm so happy I found this. And um, with me is the the founder, owner, race director, <laughs> you name it, uh, Tony McAllister. Hi, Tony. Hi. So um, how long has have you been doing this race? This will be this will be the fourth year of the race. We we started the company with this race in mind um, in 2013. We kicked it off in 2014. It was a huge success. But at the third year, Holly Springs, which is a county out here, bought all the property that the race was on. Huh. <laughs> so the race went in hiatus for a year, but you know now it's back, and now uh, the uni- the university here in Kennesaw is hosting it, um, and so it's its second year here. So it would be five years old along with the whole company, but it is now four years strong. Okay, yeah, I think uh, I was looking into it. It looks like it was. Uh, at first, it was like on a farm, but now it's on uh, it's on mm-hmm. the university grounds now. Yes, and that's good because they um, the only problem with the farm <laughs> is the majority of it was all trail, uh, and it seemed like every year it rained. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it rained like the night before, so it was like you know kind of sloshing through the race. But everyone loved it; it was beautiful. <laughs> And that was kind of the, the thing. We were trying to find a beautiful place. But the but the um, college, they had also recently built a greenway. So it goes past the lake. You know, it goes through all the forest. So you get to see part of the stadium. And so that was important for us to, you know, keep the prettiness of it. So it wasn't just like a run on the road. Yeah. And you don't have to guess if you're going to be stepping in mud or manure. Right. <laughs> People loved it, though. It was just one of those things, like, when, you, when you're when you doing the race, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm out there at 5 a.m., and I'm putting up posts uh, and different things. You know, we're just talking a hot mess. Uh, this is so much more easier. <laughs> so, so, um, so is this, like, a combination of trails and... Um... Like roads, or, um, or is it mostly like trails and um, it's grass? all. It's pretty much all on a greenway. Okay. Um, you run out of the park. It starts at the top of a parking lot. You run out. You're just running on a road long enough, maybe a quarter of a mile, and then you're going to jump on the greenway. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to loop around that that kind of thing. And then when you're done with those loops, it spits you out onto the turf. And so it's that plastic grass okay. that you run um, down, like kind of like around the field, down through the finish line. Oh, awesome. Yeah, sounds like a really nice course. Yeah, it's pretty. And, uh, what made you decide on an 80s theme? Now, it's always been an 80s theme, right? It's always been the 80s theme. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's because, uh, well, interestingly enough, the, the way that got decided, honestly, was... Um, it works in my favor because I'm a total 80s brat. All right. But 
the whole point of it was to rescue women and children from human trafficking. And so uh, a lady had come to our church. She said, you know, these different things um, are happening. And I felt very helpless. And I was like, I, I feel like if I gave a certain amount of money, it just wasn't enough. And I wanted to know how can I duplicate my money? And so the thought came to me of have a race. I loved running. I was doing 5Ks and I typically picked my 5Ks based on charities anyways. And so I didn't really have a super creative bone (laughs) and I worked with kids. Um, And so I had parents and friends come over and I asked them to bring their kids. And we just did a big think tank. I made spaghetti for everyone and I'm like, okay. And I know that kids can, even if it's like super dumb, they spark things in everybody else. That's what a think tank does. And so some of the kids, we were talking about different things and we all happened to be, because of my age, from the 80s. And so kids were drawing pictures and different things and we decided that night it was going to be the 80s Rad Retro Run and we had already started with kids inspiring us um, working on the logo and my husband's an artist and so he uh, started working on the logo ASAP and that's how it that's how that name came about the logo the everything was basically having a think tank making sure kids were there to stimulate creativity (laughs) so oh yeah I should have mentioned that at the opening that the name of this race is the 80s rad retro run 5k right (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and And everyone like for the first few years they got um you know people get medals and whatnot but um i i wanted to do like real memorabilia so the first couple years we did like actual rubik's cube keychains And they were um, attached to ribbons. But then it was like, you know, I really want to do something different, but I don't want a medal. And so this year, (laughs) I found a company in Canada who still make cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. So the medal is an actual cassette tape with the logo and stuff on it, and we're just attaching (laughs) over it. Oh, that is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's about unique, but I don't know. I I love everything about the eighties. And and even we got a band which I'm really excited about. Yeah. But they are um they're actually one of Atlanta's top bands. Um, local bands. They get booked every weekend somewhere. That band's called Wicked, but they've done a lot of cover um bands and stuff with like Journey and just, just different things. They're super popular in Atlanta. Their name's Wicked. So they're going to be there. They found out the cause and everything and pretty much donating their services. Um, so we're very grateful for them. We're just like blown away. I'm like, oh, my God, Wicked's going to be there. Oh, oh. That, yeah, that's so, that's so awesome of them to, you know, do that for you. So. Yeah. And, but I, any recognition, Mike Long uh, hooked me up with them, and they are, they are just doing a lot and stuff for charity. Oh, that's great. Is there an area around where the race is where they're playing, or are they, like, playing somewhere on the course? Yeah, they're setting them up. Well, some of it, we there's, like, a pavilion there, 
I don't really want them in the pavilion. I want them closer where people can like see them like near this bridge, but we're oh, okay. going to have to wait till what see what the weather says. <laughs> <laughs> if the weather isn't raining and all that kind of stuff, they're going to be out, you know, kind of close to the um cuz you go around this um mm-hmm. greenway, you go around it a couple times. Um so that's really good. That way people could kind of keep hearing oh, the music yeah, so going on and on, you know, the race. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're going to be playing throughout the whole thing. So I want them closer to that, but if it's raining, uh-huh. then I'm going to keep them underneath the pavilion. So that's just kind of depending, but yeah. So, so they're, uh, they're going to be there. And then, um, do you, have you, do you, from where you're at, do you know of Chewy's, uh, uh no, Mexican I'm world? Familiar. No. Oh, okay, also, well, we're going to have Mexican out there, too. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to it's gonna be a blast. I mean, it's going to be a total blast. Um, so I'm trying to get the word out. We want our numbers definitely to increase. We want sponsors to increase. We want volunteers to increase. And so I really appreciate you doing this. But, no, the 80s, you know, let's just talk about the 80s for a second. That's when, like, all the freaking best music came out. And it's not because... I was in the 80s, but think about it. You had rap. That was never before. You had pop. That was never before. Then it's like the rock The rock scene kind of changed a little bit, but then it was like breakdancing was never before. Like a whole bunch of new things burst out from the 80s. And since then, yep. people have been trying to relive the 80s. <laughs> to keep doing remakes of yeah, what you happened mentioned in all the, the different genres of music and that if you listen to the top 40 back then they were all on it it wasn't just one type of music all sounding the same or anything it was very versatile right. so right it was yeah. definitely something for everybody and i just it's like okay yeah we went through the 90s and stuff but really it's circling back again like doing remakes of karate kid remakes of what okay. I don't know. The just movies, just everything is yeah. like a remake yeah, of, of a, that and generation. Red Zone and then some mm-hmm. TV shows too. Yeah. So I think it's um this race for sure is timeless. The fact that that's yeah. even happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the fifties where you know, the fifties were good and different things and there's memorabilia of it, but we're not trying to remake and redo all the stuff from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. 70s mm-hmm. had their own flavor. But the 80s, think of all the remakes of songs, of movies, uh, carrying on. Like, for example, Roseanne. Yep. It's like, okay, that didn't stop. And also, what's that? What's that house? Um, my, small house or my house? A full house. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's like, so it's, it's, just like okay we're gonna remake it but it's like moving moving on it's like that didn't never stop so the 80s was i just think just the most i don't know color came out like never before it was just crazy yeah it seems like um maybe it's people raising their kids right but it seems like a lot of kids are into a lot of the 80s too so (laughs) I tell people, I'm like, you need to be raising your kids yeah. right. <laughs> putting about all the kind of music they need to be listening to. <laughs> uh, my, my, uh... And now as a mom, my kids are grown, but my parents would restrict me from certain music. Uh-huh. 
And I was like, you're so lame. And I'm like, girls, listen to this song. And I was like, oh, crap. Turn this off. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like the Beastie Boys? Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> like, say all this stuff. And I was like, oh, crap, 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 crap. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Apparently, I never knew those lyrics were in there until I had kids. Yeah, yeah. You don't realize what a lot of it's about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. And I'm like, here, okay, wait a minute. Let's turn it down. <laughs> my, uh, yeah. my co-host... um for Return of the 80s, Robert, he's an English teacher, and he actually, um, he plays the music for the kids and everything, so, so they're learning all about um, Journey, Survivor, Ario Speedwagon, and all that, so, yes, passing on our knowledge, because <laughs> um, these days, I don't know, there's just something about the music, it doesn't seem to have the soul or anything, I don't know, there's just something missing with it, so, it was... It was in my observation... That as the 90s started coming in, I don't know. There, it's, it's a lot of like whining, kind mm-hmm. of depressing music. I don't know how to explain it. Whining's kind of a cut. I'm not trying to say that. But it's like the notes are like hell longer. And, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think because uh, Nirvana hit it so big that all of a sudden all the record companies wanted everybody to sound like them because that's what they thought everybody likes. And then they pushed all that stuff on us and all the music that we loved kind of just faded away. Mm-hmm. But um, it seems to have been coming back. It didn't so. seem to have like, life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It just didn't seem to have that. Yep. And then I just was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the 90s might be the last decade that had any kind of like a personality. There's nothing really that stands out these days. Like, I know it's like everyone's kind of doing what's what's good for you, mm-hmm. you know. It's kind of like style. If it makes you look good, wear it. Doesn't matter if it's super trendy. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, when it was the eighties, all the late, all the girls, we all had to look like Madonna. Yep. <laughs> all those plastic bangles and jellies and ponytails off to the side. You don't see that now. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> That's that's what I'm looking for. The identity. It doesn't seem to have much of an identity. Like even if uh, like the '90s was grungy, that was like a little bit of identity. And then you know we had our identity in the '80s, the bright, colorful. Mm-hmm. And it was like you had like I just I mean think, if you just look if you look across the board, there was like Prince, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, and then you had like you know, journey. It it was just, I don't know. Yeah. Madonna and just all these, that they were so different. You listen to a lot of the songs like prior and after that, it's all kind of the same. Exactly. Different singers, but it's not like super, super different. Yeah. There's not too many that stand out these days. Yeah. Yeah, In the eighties, you knew that everybody was different. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and so it's just, I don't know, that's why I was like, this is the best generation. The best generation uh, of music, and I mean, even like Star Wars came out. Yep. You know, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it was just like, and we're still dealing with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's back, yep, another thing that came back. years later. <laughs> Never die. <laughs> so... 
so yeah, you know, it was a really good fit to do this race because we're passionate about it. We love it, you know, raised our kids under it. And then, you know, and every, every, everyone who participates, you know, they're just giving of themselves uh, to rescue children from human trafficking, women and children. Cause I don't know if you know this, but Atlanta is like the biggest hub in the United States for human trafficking. Oh, wow. Um, I would think that it would be like Las Vegas or right, something. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or even LA. But Atlanta? And I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. And so we get people and they also will donate. They'll just do different things because we put it in. <clears throat> we are not a 501c3 company. Mm-hmm. We put it in. We put it in to ministries that will that are kind of on the front lines. We're not just standing up here going, "Hey, this is a problem." You know, the, one of the ministries we give to um, is out of India, mm-hmm. and they circulate kids through these airports, and they literally have had people die trying to rescue these kids, and it's like. A lot of people, I don't even really go, unless you're, like, super involved, talk about what we're doing. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, we're just bringing awareness, but we're sending money to people who have uh, died. You know what I'm yep. saying? Trying to rescue these kids. Um, there's another one in Atlanta. There's actually a few in Atlanta, but the ones that we specifically give to is they are going out there, and they're giving roses on the streets to the women and young ladies and stuff who have just been used. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the front lines people, that's who we're giving the money to. And they're always asking, I'm like, what do you need? And they're like, we need to build homes. We need homes. We need homes. And fortunately, we've been able to help fund some of that. This race has. And like, you know, even people like uh, Sean Hansen, who kind of heads up, the band Wicked, when he comes out and people are kind of drawn to him and that whole band, their money and what they're paying for is going so beyond what just seems like getting fit at a fun 5K. We, we are doing everything we can for the overall purpose in uh, helping these people. So it's kind of the passion. I If, if I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't – you know, I love the 80s. I love running. But this is a lot of freaking work. <laughs> <laughs> and if there was no purpose, I would not be doing right. this. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it makes it all worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so getting people from the community out, getting them involved, um, and making this thing multiply changes lives that people don't even know. And these people, they don't just retrain them back into society and save their lives, you know, so they're not dead. But they also minister the gospel to them. Mm-hmm. And we are we are born again believers. So uh that also comes in line with what we're what we're doing and what we're about and just taking the light into the darkness. Right. You know? Yep. So that's kind of who we are. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, what when I um choose my races that that's the main thing i look at is the charities and then if it's something something different and cool that's like a bonus that really helps and this is everything that i want it's like the perfect charity 
and I, I hope um, my listeners will um, help us out and donate. And if there's anybody in the Atlanta area, you know, you can come join us and run it and donate. Yeah, I mean, you can check us out online, com, And you can see kind of everything that we're about and what we're doing and just spreading the word. And one thing, this is just a little insight onto what race directing really is, is it's it's a marketing company. The race happens in one day. It actually happens in like four hours. Mm-hmm. Boom. Start, finish, you're done pretty much. But all year long, what my job is, is promoting companies and linking up with companies and using that arena as marketing. And so I will get together with companies. They'll sponsor a race, um, but all year round. We have an email list of well over 30,000 right now, and we're just pumping out there, you know, go buy a Big Peach, you know, different things. Um, Big Peach is a local running store here, and they have seven stores. Um, They sponsor us in every single way, and so it's like all year long, they're all over my flyers, they're all over my shirts, they're (laughs) all over everywhere. You're not going to get talking to me too far without hearing the word Big Peach come out of my (laughs) mouth. (laughs) And so they're... um, they're they're super amazing, supportive. You know, they they truly believe that every person, you know, can can do a five k and 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 more. But they also are all about the cause and people, you know, helping the community, that kind of thing. So then I have like you know just different sponsors like Kind Bars and and whoever, just everyone and. Um, the military has supported us and just different things, but all year long, what I'm doing is I'm marketing social media, everything, grassroots. And so when sponsors want to sponsor, we're, we pretty much, we're one of the top dominating marketing companies in this arena for um, our demographic, which is middle-aged people <laughs> trying to change our life with families. Yep. I'm saying so I take it and I push 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 and I get everyone out there we do the event and then it's over and then I start lining up sponsors again right, for the next year <laughs> try to build on that yeah. yep. <laughs> yes sir so in essence if you decide I'm gonna grow up one day and I'm gonna be a race director you can just replace that word with the word marketing agent right <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you know around how many runners you expect um, it looks like we're going to be hitting about 300. Okay. So that'll be good. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That is good. And then, um, yeah, and then just keep, hopefully you'll keep building and building. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely for a great cause. And um, It's also on um, Cinco de Mayo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's perfect for so, the Mexican yeah, food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what was your favorite band in the eighties? Like, <laughs> I got so many. Um, like, one of my favorite ones was Journey. That was actually our um, our first podcast episode. Return of the eighties was about Journey, and, okay. and Queen is like my favorite all time band. Yeah, like I I liked mostly rock back then, but then somebody like Whitney Houston would come along. I liked Madonna's earlier stuff, so yeah, I liked about everything. 
and then I was really into rap. I did all the, the break dancing, broke out the cardboard, did some spins. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened to everything back then. Did did you have a preference to anything, or you just listen to everything, or are you more like pop, like Duran Duran, or I liked you too. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm going to be going on May 28th. They're coming to um, Atlanta. I'm going to be there. Awesome. Also, I think it's July. Ah, I forget, but um, Journey's coming. Oh, I'm going to be there. Def Leppard. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, so I so anyways, I like those, but I did like Salt and Pepper. Oh yeah, I did like Whitney. I did like Paul Abdul. Yeah, you know, I liked all of them. I liked everyone. There was there was a couple people that I was like, mm, no, but not many. Yeah, there, there's like um, I really didn't like Culture Club back then, but then if I hear them now, I really like it because I don't know if it's like a nostalgic thing or taste change yeah. or whatever but yeah <laughs> yeah. Yep. and um, actually this weekend on um saturday i'm going to see an 80s tribute band called rubik's cube and um the lead guitarist for the band was is um steve brown who was the is the lead guitarist and founder of trickster and really yep, and he actually played uh-huh. with um def leppard for a little while vivian campbell um was getting cancer treatment he filled in on Def Leppard's tour as lead guitar. So I'm going to be seeing them this weekend. I'm actually going to be interviewing them before the show. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> wow. That's, that is cool. Yeah. That is cool. You're going to get a shirt. Well, that's this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Dang it. Too bad you didn't have it the weekend after the race, have them sign my shirt. Uh, <laughs> that would be cool. I so. probably could arrange something though. Because they're based out of New York. It's not that far from me, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they usually come twice a year. They come around this time of year, and they always come the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they come around often, so. Yeah, so they play everything, too, so all the different kinds of music they go through, all the genres. They don't really do that much rap, though. But, yeah, I'm curious to see Wicked, though. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like it. You're going to like it. Because I, before I met them, um, there's a place, it's local, Gaston's Grill. And I'm like, God, these guys are awesome. They're so great. And then my connection, oddly enough, how I got these guys was um, we just moved into a new home. And one of the builders was like, yeah, I'm talking about the 80s, of course. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, uh, I'm a part of the 80s uh, running uh, an 80s cover band and I'm like really and he started telling me and I'm like oh they play at Gaston's Grill and he's like yeah I'm like oh he's like yeah they're my buddies yeah oh. let me just look you up and it's about human trafficking sure yeah we'll be a <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the most unlikely thing if I would have gone to these guys like you know after they're performing I maybe have to be paying a buttload of money <laughs> but no they found out about the cause and so that's I'm, I'm very grateful for them. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, they sound very cool. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward to that. We didn't talk about movies or anything. Do you have any favorite movies? Uh, yeah, all the girly ones. <laughs> Sixteen Candles. <laughs> all the little girly, girly ones. <laughs> so, yeah, all the Jackie Hughes ones and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just well, here's one thing. 
our movie thing was very limited. Um, we were in Germany. I was a military brat. Oh, okay. And so they only allowed certain things to come in. So really it was, we saw E.T., um, 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink, you know, all those kinds of things. But like the bass um, in Ramstein, even there was music ever, everything kind of almost came like a year later and it was highly censored just because, you know, we're in Germany on a bass. And so um, I got to see a, a, a lot of things, but there was like only one movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's funny. Uh, my co-host Robert, he was he lived in Germany in the eighties because he was an army brat too. And, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's too bad I <laughs> he couldn't be on today. So I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what base he was at? No, I'm gonna definitely have to find out though. <laughs> Yeah, oh but but, this but he had the same problem with um like he's not that familiar with a lot of the television shows because they only got so many over there. Uh huh. So, yeah, that's funny. He was in Germany probably around the same time as you. You may have crossed paths. <laughs> What's his last name? Uh, Mishu. Robert Mishu. Uh, Mishu with an M. Mishu. I don't think I know him. I mean, it's that small that I may have known. Him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it was in the 80s, so, yeah. Because <laughs> there were, there were only, like, a couple, there were, uh, there was, there was two bases, Ramstein and Kaiser Slaughter, and that were side by side. But they, there wasn't that, it wasn't, like, a huge high school group, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, very well, I could have maybe known him, but that doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Yeah, he... And then watch him be like, no, I remember you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I'm telling you what, we were not good. We were um, like, okay, so in Germany, you, uh, you know, you as a youth, you can start drinking at 14. Mm-hmm. So we would sneak off the base and we would go to this place called Moana's. And we were just like living like college kids at, in uh, high school, <laughs> you know. So... All this stuff that was like illegal in America was not illegal there. <laughs> of course, you're going to be a little brat. That's what I mean by Air Force brat. Right. I don't think we were super respectful to our host country. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I ended up being one of those little but Yeah, but, I'll get it all out of your system. <laughs> it did. It got all it pretty much did. So, but yeah. Um, that's why, that way other, cause if you're on a certain base, you, you know, getting off base and different things when you were allowed to go off base, you'd find little meetups and stuff over there. Mm-hmm. So that would be like the big place. <laughs> that's why I would be able to know people from other schools there. If they, if they, you know, were involved in that kind of thing. Well, well I don't, I'm not sure exactly, but. In our thing, there was like, oh, there's the skaters, and then there's the rappers, and then there's the rockers. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, everybody <laughs> Did had... they have that here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it was like in our school. It was like, you kind of knew who was who by that title, I guess. Yeah, we had like the smokers, um, the jocks, <laughs> and the nerds. Yeah. So... I floated around, I think. I just, I get bored easy. <laughs> I have, a, and that's the thing, I have other races too. 
I, I keep a lot of variety. I can I can get myself overwhelmed, but I'm re- I'm really great at starting things. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, we've been doing this for a while. Let's start something. <laughs> but so now I've never been to Atlanta before. I've never been to Georgia before. Is there any place that you'd recommend me go see? Well, I'm not a city person, uh-huh. so I don't want to recommend anything in Atlanta. Okay. But if you're a city person, go to Atlanta. I'm more um, nature, trails, all that kind of stuff. I can I can give you a list of uh, beautiful places to go hiking and be active here, especially if you're trying to, you know, get fit and stuff. There's a lot of, like, hubbub and a lot of great things happen in Atlanta, but I never – I try not to go to Atlanta. The traffic is so bad. By the time you get there and get out, you're just annoyed. <laughs> That's how I feel. But um, close to Atlanta, I can, you know, say, oh, this is a great park to go to, or these are great trails and different things. Um, I'm involved with um, different online groups called, like, Dogs and Hiking, Women Hiking. You know, I that's kind of like my scene a little bit. Okay. And, and trail running. Tra- trail running. Um, so that's how I'm familiar with the different trails and stuff. Cause I'm, that's kind of like my area. So depending on what you want to do, um, I can tell you this one place, uh, that has like the best burgers if you're into that. And it's, it's outside of Atlanta a, l- a little bit. It's in a place called Woodstock called Simplify Grill. Oh. And they have <laughs> the best burgers and I'm always on some kind of diet cause I think, it's just my life now. Yep. So, <laughs> but when I want to go off that diet, they have these pretzels that are like somehow sauteed in um, sugar cinnamon. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they dip it in this awesome it, vanilla sauce. I'm like, oh, it is my nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you gotta like fall off the wagon, you know, go big time. <laughs> Yes, I have certain restaurants. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely have to hit you up with the trails, though. So. Yes, yes, yeah, I know. Depends how the weather is. It should be good then. Yeah. I hope. Do you do any kind of trail running at all? Uh, I, I'm gonna be getting more into that now. So. Listen, once I did trails, I never looked back. Yeah, I, I go back to my cross country days, and I loved it. I think I would like that a lot more than um. Just running on the roads. And the roads, here's the thing with the roads. I mean, you get from point A to point B, you know, you're fine or whatever, but there's no give on concrete and cement. Yep. There's just none. And I'm, I'm, I'm 45 years old and <laughs> um, I can't be doing that, but I, there's so much, the ground absorbs so much shock yep. from one foot in front of the other that your main injuries are going to be busted lip, twisted ankle <laughs> from falling, from doing dumb stuff, from not paying attention. But the injuries that you get on the roads, like they're like, you know, joint issues, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I just also, I, I don't know. You're a cross country person. I did cross country in school and um, I, I just find I end up kind of being by myself. And I think that's just a good place for me to process when I'm on the road, it's like there's a lot of distractions. Exactly. Yep. Yep. There's cars, there's sounds, but when you get out, out, out in the woods, what happens is 
you're kind of there, you, yourself, endorphins, and your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times my running ideas, my business ideas, all that kind of communion with God is all in the forest. That's I tell people, I'm like, that's my church. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, that, that's where how I got um, my idea for running in all 50 states. The, the place where I was running at then, I didn't have to worry about dodging cars or sometimes i go on a bike path and i gotta dodge bikes and everything so that can be can kind of throw you off so i would probably prefer trails well so bring bring some uh bring your shoes you might want to check out some shoes with uh some tracks and and uh, you're leaving saturday night though right yeah the uh, yeah after the race yeah. uh-huh Okay, because I know they're doing a concert that night, but I'll be cleaning up. But um, there's some trails out here, um, and they're they're good. They're good. It's beautiful. Yeah. And so that's that's all I can really tell you about Atlanta because I I, I kind of keep away from the city scene. Okay, I may I notice that the Braves are home the Friday night, so I may hit a Braves game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nope. They're good. I've been there. That's fun. You'll see. You'll go out to the Braves and be in Atlanta. But whether the Braves or not, it's always like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? What cable? <laughs> okay. All right. So um, this race, the Rad Retro. Am I saying it right? The Rad Retro the, Run. <laughs> the 80s Rad Retro Run. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be on May 5th. Um, mm -hmm. What time does it start? Nine. Nine. Um, at Kennesaw State University. Okay. And people can walk it too, right? Or, yep. yep. So, you can bring your dogs. You can bring your strollers. Yep, so there's no excuse. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also people, they'll, they like just, <laughs> they just like playing around out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, here's this 80s event and oh yeah, there's a 5K. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, awesome. but just to let you know, our timing is impeccable. I mean, we are the only ones in Georgia. Like, it is a fun family thing, and we make sure that all our races are like that. But our timing um, is set apart. Like, you know how, like, when you go and you run a race and it's chip timed? Yeah. You know, when they have a screen, and then you can go online and look at um, your results or whatever? Well, with ours, everyone gets their own personal page. And on their personal page, it says their pace, their rank, their time, everything like that. There's also a link, and you click on that link, and it shows you running across the finish line. Oh, wow. There's also a certificate that you can download that says, congratulations, you're totally awesome. We just did the 80s, and it gives you that, too, so you can download a paper form of it. But then when you cross the finish line the day of the race, you'll know immediately if you want or not, because we have these uh, printable results kiosks uh -huh. and you type in your bib number, like one, two, three, and it just immediately pops out all your information. And so we do have very fun races, but our timing is cutting edge. We have the best software. There's no one in Georgia who's doing that. That's um, and so we have the best of the best gear. We have like awesome medals and bands and food. And we really make sure that the runners have a good race experience. We tend to be people who are tortoises. My overall company is called Tortoise in the Hair Racing. 
but we try to cater to fast people too. And being a race director, I've noticed that people who like finish first, second, and third, they want to leave. You know. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so in the past, they'd be like sticking around. When are you going to do results? When are you going to do results? Well, you'll find out if you want to stay or not. Uh, go check it out yourself. I mean, it's pretty instant. Uh, and so we. Uh, we do try to cater to all kinds of runners, walkers, and anyone in making sure those results are li- our results are live. Like for example, on your bib will have a SKU number or something, and you cross the finish line and a couple minutes later you can see online your information. So my husband, he's we're partners. It first started out as just me, but we started doing so many races. And like, if you try to hire a timer, they're expensive and no one likes to do races anymore. That isn't timed. Mm-hmm, right. So it was like, look, we can make more money if you would just time. <laughs> so he figured it out, but he likes technology. He likes crunching numbers. He just likes that stuff. I hate it. So thankfully, because he does like that, we are, we are, um, our timing technology out here is, um, one of the best. Oh, that's incredible. It really is. Not, and I give all credit. All credit goes to my husband Jeremy because of that. So yeah, I'm looking more and more forward to this. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna love it. Run, run across with your bid, and then put, um, you know, put your number in on those printable results. You're, you're gonna be, you're gonna be like, man, this is cool. This is really cool. People will start getting the word out. You know, like a long time ago, people there wasn't really chip timing, and now it's just standard, right? This is going to be the same thing. Yep. Um, it's just, you know, it's just cutting into technology. Yeah, feel free to do kind of 80s move as you go across that finish line because it's going to be on video. <laughs> 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 do the running man as you're going across the finish line. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, do, do you see a lot of people dressed up as different characters? Um, pretty much everyone uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're selling, well, first we're selling, um, like tutus, uh-huh. you know, so if you didn't come in costume, here's a tutu, but also we have, you know, the 80s sweatbands yep. and we have 80s glasses. I got them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, stuff. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a really fun race. Um, everything like that, but it is, it is legit chip, high quality software timing thing. Cause we do have serious, a lot of serious runners will actually come out to ours. And here's why, because they know <laughs> that they're going to play. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, all these people are out here playing around, dancing the music uh, and I'm going to get a medal. <laughs> So. Uh, yeah, that's like doing the Disney race with people stopping to uh, stand in line to take pictures with the characters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then you got those fast people, yeah. or the people are like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on the podium this year." Yep. <laughs> so it's a nice little. So something for everyone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And our and our our events are really family friendly. Like I have, ooh, I have um, one that's coming up in. Uh, like, oh, check this one out. This one's really awesome. Okay, first of all, I thought it was going to be so dumb. Okay, I thought, who's going to do this 
you know, but I was going to try to see what happens. So I did this race and you literally, it's not even a mile. You run in a circle, a loop, like a mile and a quarter loop, right? Uh-huh. The night race. And you put in how many hours? So they're called hourly races. Um, and you sign up for three, six, 12 or 24 hours. Uh, and you're just running in circles. However, I literally had this experience where I thought, I was like, that is so nice. My friend came out and he did some loops with me. It messes with your mind, dude. It messes with you. I was like, thank you so much. That was so sweet. And I, you know, I, I, you know, I told him, you know, that was, that's a, that's a nice check of time. It was 45 minutes. He goes, I was out here with three hours with you. Cause I was trying to get my first ultra. I was like, what? And he was not kidding. Everyone's like, you okay? And I'm oh, like, wow. no. And I was kind of scared, but I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, do I need to go to the hospital? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was just like, oh my gosh. So I, I decided I'm going to do this and we'll see what happens. It is the fastest growing race. People come down with their campers and they come down with um, uh, tents and everything. And like all night long, like I'll, I'll, uh, I have chili, I have McDonald's that brings out biscuits, I have pizza, you know, I have all this stuff, and then I hire, like, fairies and stuff, it's called the Midsummer Night Dream, Hourly Ultra, uh-huh. and just mess with people, because my mind got messed with, <laughs> <laughs> so people just come, they camp, they do all this stuff, you know, it's our fastest growing race. It's just like boom, 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 and people are willing to come. But that's just one of those things. Like we have a, a okay, so like you have these ultra runners coming out, right? Yeah. And they're kicking it, you know, they're sleeping, and then they're, you know, they're doing what they got to do to keep putting in another mile. And I, and then you get this whole caravan, and there's this family there, and this little girl, you know, she's eight years old, does it every year, and, um, you know, they're out there. So I feel like our races do hit literally the whole spectrum. You know, we, we provide stuff, but it's just like that those races are fun. They are fun. Um, and you wouldn't think so, but I do do things to break up the monotony. Uh-huh. I do. I have live music playing the whole time and I'll go and I'll, I'll run with people or I wait till they slow down. <laughs> I'm like, okay, are you at walking pace? Okay, now uh, I'll jump in with you. Because <laughs> I got to conserve my energy. I'm, exactly. I'm, up for, I'm up for like freaking 30, 40 hours before and after dealing with the whole thing. Oh, so, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, when you're down to that walk pace, <laughs> you know, I do loops with people as well. But then I get to know the runners and stuff, you know. Uh-huh. I get to know these so it's just really, um, it's just a really good thing. But yeah, so uh, tortoise and the hair racing, our overall thing is bringing light into the darkness. It really is. We use these events. We try to cater to fast people, slow people, families, singles, distance, short runners, you know, people who are crazy who want to run in 100 miles. We have people who run 100 miles in 24 hours and they get like a belt buckle, you know. But we do have an intention. We do have a purpose. And um, we want to bring glory to God in everything we do. We're definitely not perfect, but we definitely um, 100% are all about spreading the kingdom of God on this earth. So, uh, Definitely. And uh, the, 
the schedule for those races is on the website too for all those different ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. So what what was the website again? Tortoiseandthehairracing.com. A lot of people forget to put the word racing. But tortoise and the hair racing. And then, like, there's a lot of other races on there that are not ones we own, but we work with a lot of different charity groups. So a lot of charities hire us. And so we don't we direct and we time them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't own them all. I see what you mean, yep. I know you have a Facebook page. and Are you on Twitter or Instagram or anything? Um, I am on... Instagram. I hate Twitter. Twitter sucks. <laughs> I hate it. Twitter, if you're out there, I hate you. <laughs> they can never manage. They don't manage well people. Somehow people would get my passwords on there and they'd put like all this porn. Oh, geez. And, all stuff. and I'm getting messages. If you keep posting this stuff and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. But it happens so many times. That I do have a Twitter page on there, but I don't ever don't post anything. It. Right, yeah. Um, and I just pray to God, God, please don't let it. Please, please watch my password. <laughs> let people don't be putting bad stuff on there. But we have an Instagram too. I'm more active. I probably post something on Instagram every every day, every other day. Okay. But our our main our main one is Facebook, and then. Uh, we have the the 80s race. I do have that Facebook. I actually have a Bacon Run Facebook. I have the Superheroes versus Villains ba- Facebook. I have the Tortoise in the Hair. I have because diff- so many of my races like target different groups, but our biggest one is Tortoise in the Hair Racing on uh, Facebook. So I think you're on the 80s one. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, definitely look up those other ones. That one's not even as active as the tortoise in the hair one. So get on that one. That shows all kinds of stuff. But Yeah, and I'll um I'll put it all in the show notes for um both Return of the Eighties and uh Roadrunner. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Getting the word out is is what it's gonna take. Definitely. And so. then I hope all my listeners and followers will come join me, especially if you live in the area. If you just want to go for a good time, uh, you love the '80s, come join us there. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll it'll it's definitely worth the time and the money. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm looking so looking forward to it. Send send me your link, and then I can post it on the '80s thing for people to tune in. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tony, everybody, hope you enjoyed the show and come join us, Atlanta for. May 5th. Yes, it's going to be a good time. We will see you there. See you on the road.